0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Being a Has Never, the podcast about someone trying to break into the film industry. I'm your host, Juan, and as always, thank you so much for tuning in. So for today's episode, here's the question. Would you ever want to sign up to be a background player on a TV show or on a film set? It is the exciting time when I finally get to sign up with Central Casting. Now, before we continue... This is from 2016. Nowadays, it's way easier to sign up with Central Casting. Yes, some of this information is slightly dated. Double check Central Casting's website to see what are the current ways to sign up, start your onboarding, so you can now be a part of the background crew. So Lupe and I are finally planning to head all the way to beautiful Sunnyside, Burbank, to sign up for Central Casting. This was some of the information we were given before we signed up. Number one, you had to get there hella early. Not this whole, oh, we'll show up like 20 minutes before they open. No, bitch. You had to get there almost two hours before they opened. Central casting was a first come first serve basis. Once they filled up their seats, that was it. Anyone after that, you had to come back on a separate day. There was no reservation, at least from what I remember, so everybody had to get there. And if you got a pretty good spot, which is right next to the door, you were guaranteed to come in and onboard that same very day. Number two, come in with your hair and makeup ready. They do take your photo so they have it in their registry and a part of their system so that I would definitely suggest coming in looking concealed, corrected, your hair's done correctly, just... Your natural enhanced you. And probably the biggest piece of information, don't forget your two forms of ID. They usually require your driver's license and your social security card. So don't forget those two pieces of information if you go and sign up with Central Casting. So we wake up at 4 a.m., this ungodly hour, and we drive all the way to Burbank from Pomona. The reason why we get up hella early was because traffic from Pomona to L.A. takes about roughly 40 minutes. But with like Rosemead, Azusa, El Monte, all those inner cities between, once it hits 5.30, traffic is a fucking nightmare. A best way of measurement I did was if I am not hitting Glendale before 5.30... I'm going to be at least 20 minutes late to my 6 a.m. or 6.30 call time. So we were trying to get used to that early morning commute, and we get to Burbank around 6 a.m. or so. We're waiting in line. We actually have a pretty good spot. I want to say we're probably like 20th in line or so. The doors finally open, and they start letting people in. But then they turn away the people that don't have both forms of ID. Some people only brought just their ID and then a photo of their social security card. You had to bring both the physical documents. And the girl even said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to come back another day, which prompted me to start getting out all of our cards and our information. I hand Lupe her ID. I have my ID. And as I'm looking for the social security cards, I'm realizing, fuck, I left them at home. The shitty thing was, was that we weren't living in Burbank. We were living 40 minutes away. It wasn't easy for me to just drop Lupe off, let me run back and get our social security cards and then come back within like a 30 minute time frame. No, I more than likely would have been hella late if I went to try and do that shit. And I whisper in Lupe's ear, oh, fuck girl, I'm sorry, but like I forgot our social security cards. We should just probably go. Lupe, you know, as optimistic as she was, She was like, no, let's just go ahead and wait in line. Let's just see what they say. Stupidly, I said, okay, fine, let's do it because I thought for some reason we were going to luck out and they were going to let us in. We get up to the front door. We just show the girl our IDs, but she says, I'm sorry, but I need the social security cards also. You're going to have to come back another day. So we're like, fuck. So we're now planning the second trip. I then take my social, her social, her ID and my ID, and I have it in my wallet. All four items are now in my wallet the night before. My keys are there, my phone is charging, and then we do the same thing all over again. We get up at this ungodly hour of 4 a.m., get our hair and makeup ready, and then we start heading over to Burbank. This time, I think we got there around like 6.30 in the morning, and the line is a little bit longer than what we expected. We're kind of nervous, but you know what? We're like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. Although it would suck if we would have to come back a third time. But we're waiting in line. The doors finally open and they start letting people in. But same thing. Don't have both of your pieces of ID. I'm sorry. You'll have to come back another day. And then it's our turn. I show the girl all four pieces of our information and they let us in thank god i planned it because i would have been hella pissed if we'd have to come back a third time because i'm like again this is costing me money (laughs) so thank god we were able to get it right the second time and onboarding you guys actually only took about 20 to 30 minutes they told us all about the safety issues what to do how we get paid and then they take our photos at the end They even said, when you guys are done with onboarding, you can totally go ahead and start signing up for shoots. So it's super easy and it's super quick. The cool thing they told us was that you can both sign up as non-union or if you're union. Central Casting works both with SAG and for non-union actors, and it actually gave non-union folk the opportunity to become SAG eligible. The way that works is that we're given these special vouchers. The vouchers are essentially our time cards for the shoot and for that day. And if you lost your voucher at the end of the shoot day, you wouldn't be getting paid. So the vouchers were definitely our key to getting a paycheck. If we were lucky enough to get three SAG vouchers, we would be given our SAG eligibility and our invite to join. So it was really cool working with Central Casting that if you're a non-union actor and you wanted to start working on those bigger gigs and wanted to be a part of SAG, Central gave you that opportunity to grow. I want to also mention, too, that just because you do sign up with Central Casting, it doesn't guarantee you getting work. The reason why I was able to get a lot of work was at the time, first of all, I am the height of a high schooler. But I also looked like I was 18 and younger. That was the group and the category I was able to fit into. And those were the shoots I was always trying to apply for. So when you're signing up, take a look at yourself. Are you someone who's 35 and older? Do you look like you would belong in a senior citizen's home? Do you look like you would belong in an upscale restaurant or an upscale salon? Or at a country club. If you looked at yourself through a stranger's eyes, what would you assume about yourself? Where would you see this person being in the background for a TV show or for a movie set? That pretty much helped me figure out where I can fit. What's the category that I look like I would be a part of? And that's what helped me get booked on all these various background gigs. With my youthful appearance, I was able to book a lot of those high school based sitcoms. I remember my very first shoot was on Blackish. I think, I can't really remember the episode, but I think it was when Junior was applying for class president. All I remember from that day was there were a lot of kids running around and it was hot as hell. Oh my God, working in the summer. In Burbank at 12 o'clock with that heat wave and with all the floodlights and my layered clothing, bitch, it was scorching hot. And (laughs) we were on hold for a hot minute before they yelled action. The funny thing was I was walking outside. There was a floodlight and there was that heat wave. So we were like, okay, let's run into the shade real quick before they yell action. (laughs) because we were all going to die of heat stroke if we didn't find some shade. Oh my god, I remember that crazy fun time. But aside from Blackish, I also remember working a lot on Speechless. I think that was pretty much the only show that I kept getting called back as a high school student. And it was really fun actually seeing the same crew over and over, starting to meet the assistant director, saying hi to him, also seeing all the really cool, fun actors I got to work with while being on set. I remember, too, one of my closest friends that I've made while working in his background. I've kept in touch with him over the years, and it's really cool seeing the progress he's made. At the time I met him, he was still a non-union actor trying to get his SAG eligibility, telling me how he's been in L.A. for about a year when I met him, and he's just getting impatient. When finally I see that he got his three vouchers, he got his SAG invite, and now he's a unionized actor. He's also a self-published author who put out a poetry book. He also offers acting lessons to like adolescent and teenage actors. So it's really cool to see how someone who started out at the bottom with you has grown so much. I just really find it cool and inspiring seeing other background actors finally achieve their dreams setting their goals and making a name for themselves it's amazing honestly i just love that although there will be a few times where you are going to meet some really bitchy people this one time i believe this was on shameless i'm in holding i'm minding my business i have my hair done i have my makeup done And we're just kind of sitting, waiting until we're told, okay, let's go to set. When randomly, all of a sudden, this random bitch comes up to me and says, you know, you would be doing a lot more shoots if you weren't wearing so much makeup. I'm like, bitch, squeeze me. Squeeze me. I turn to her and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. She's all like, yeah. I only wear BB cream and that's why I work on all the younger sets because I look 18 and younger. And I'm over here like, okay, yeah. No, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Thank you so much. When in actuality, on the inside, I was ready to pop off on this bitch. I'm over here thinking, I'm a motherfucking makeup artist. I know how to do my face for film and for television. I know that I look 18 and younger because... All the vouchers and paychecks I've been collecting were because I was working on high school-based sitcoms. And plus, as a makeup artist looking at her, I'm like, really? You only think you just need BB cream? Right. Okay, Miss Girl. Okay, bitch. And I really took what she said with just a grain of salt because it did actually kind of hit me that day and it bothered me. I even asked one of the girls I was hanging out with, like, hey, do I look like I'm wearing too much makeup or how do I look? And she's like, no, you look contoured and concealed like you look good. You don't look like you're wearing too much. That bitch is just crazy. Because I also thought about it, like, even though she said she was working on high school-based sitcoms, I personally have not seen her on the high school-based sitcoms. Like, I didn't really see a lot of her. And if she was there, well clearly I was paying attention. I was happy that I didn't go off on her because I knew she was just full of shit and more than likely she was just trying to be extra and try to get under my skin because I actually looked younger than she did. So if you're ever a background actor and you get unsolicited advice like that, just take it with a grain of salt. If you're busy booking yourself and you're working on those sets, fuck those other people. So even though she did get under my skin, and even though I did want to pop off on her, Mature Me just said, smile, say okay, and don't talk to her for the rest of the shoot. Because ever since Shameless, I personally did not see her on any other shows that I was booking because I looked like I was a high school student. So maybe she was just full of it. Maybe she was right. But all I know is I was still collecting those checks. Now here is the fun and very ironic story I always love to share with other people, especially with those who work in the film industry. As we all know at this point, Lady Bird is an Oscar-awarded film. It stars Saoirse Ronan, and it's a coming-of-age story about a teenage girl in high school. But I'm going to spill some tea with you guys. There was an ongoing joke amongst all of the background folk back in 2016 that Lady Bird was essentially a shit show. There were the same string of complaints. It was very chaotic. The crew seemed very stressed out. The order of the way they shot things didn't make any sense. When you were done with one scene, they would move on to the next scene, but then decide to come back and reshoot the very first same scene. Like, it was very disorganized. And a lot of people, like even though they still collected their check, to them, it wasn't exactly the most fun time to be a part of Ladybird because the crew was just out of control or just disorganized. So that was the ongoing joke. We were all about like, oh, Lady Bird, it's a shit show. Like, don't sign up for it. It's crazy. If you needed that money and Lady Bird was the only thing that was open, of course you were not going to say, oh, no, let me skip out on it. Like, no, bitch, you were going to collect your check. And I have yet to work on Lady Bird at this point. I wanted some more money, so I said, fuck it, let me just sign up and let me just see what happens. It's the night before I have to go to Burbank. I am tired as hell. I believe I was doing about three to four days of having to wake up at 4 a.m. and then coming home at almost 9 p.m., 10 o'clock at night. Like I was exhausted, and my morning coffee I was hoping was gonna help save me, but I was tired. I actually had a friend hook it up with some Adderall. She said, here, take some of this. It's not like crazy drugs. It's just to help you be alert, awake, and focused. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll take a couple of these with me. So I wake up, I get my coffee, and I start heading over to Burbank where they're shooting Lady Bird. You know, I'm sitting there and holding. My coffee isn't quite hitting me yet. So I was like, okay, let me just pop in one of these addies next thing you know as we're sitting in the church I'm now realizing oh shit I'm sitting right now in a church with other people around I'm sitting here it's very quiet and I'm focusing in like that's what the Adderall was doing to me and now I get why people get on it because it's a really great focuser like, I was just focusing on the fact that I am sitting in a church. It was weird. The scene is going on pretty well. This whole The whole entire shoot day for me anyway was we were just at this church scene to recreate all of, like, the school masses that they were doing. Next thing you know, it is a group prayer scene. If you're a Catholic, this is the time where we join hands and we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, like, we do that prayer scene. So, I'm standing next to this actress, and I can tell she's the principal actress because just her vibe and that she specifically does not look like the rest of us. You know, I don't want it to be awkward. I'm holding hands with a random stranger, and I turn to her and I say, I like your hair. It's really colorful. I like it. It's cool. And she's like, Thanks. So, we're doing our scene. Da 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 da. The prayer scene goes on, and I say, Cool. Thanks. I hope you have a good day. At that point, I popped into second Adderall because the first one was starting to wear off. And I was like, we're going to be here for a while. So let me just go ahead and enjoy my lunch while I'm rolling on my second Addy. I did not know who this actress was. Keep in mind, I thought she was an indie actress getting her first big debut. Like, good for her. Next thing you know, all my friends that I made on set are coming up to me fangirling. I'm looking at them like, what the hell is going on? Like, what did I do? They were looking at, at me like, oh, my God, Juan, do you not know who that is? Like, do you not realize who you were holding hands with? I'm over here like, no, like, who was that? They go and tell me it's motherfucking Sersha Ronan. They're like, it's Saoirse Ronan. She's from The Lovely Bones. She's, a, she's an actress. She's so good and amazing. Like, how do you not know who she is? Granted, I didn't watch The Lovely Bones, but I am dead ass looking at my friends. I'm like, guys, that's cool. That is just part of the gig. But I am tired as hell. I am rolling on two Adderalls. We've been here since 6 a.m. I want to go fucking home. I don't give a fuck who that is. Like, that's cool, but I want to go home. I was literally in that mindset. I could give a fuck if I was holding hands with Meryl Streep or um, Reese Witherspoon or whoever. It's one of the very few times when you're working on set, you will be seeing all these cool celebrities. But if you're calm, cool, collected, and you're just here to collect your check, you don't give a shit. And that is exactly on how I felt. I was just so fucking tired. And the Adderall was helping me focus in on the situation. I'm over here like, I don't care, guys, but that's cool. And I literally looked dead ass at Saoirse Sharona, telling her that her hair looked really cute and colorful, and me with this blank face, not knowing who the fuck she was. And I was holding her hand. So that's what I think is funny and ironic that, like, drugged up me, working on background, really kept his cool while seeing another celebrity. Good for me. I deserve a gold star for that. (laughs) It's funny how being on Central Casting and reflecting back on the first time of being on Big Little Lies, there was definitely a big and huge difference. Big Little Lies. I was just so excited to be on a film set. But working with Central Casting after a couple of shows, after getting consistently busy, I'm not saying that the, the whole glitz of it kind of disappeared. It's just you finally get into that mindset that it's no longer this crazy fantasy land. It's now, you know, it's a gig. It's work. And I still appreciated being on set and seeing all these really cool celebrities, you know, seeing the lead actor, seeing the, how all the movie magic happens. It's just funny that like that excitement. Well, it's funny and how that excitement finally like settled down. And it was like, this is now part of the gig. You're now feeling that consistency, which is why I laugh because when I saw Sersha, I was really just dead set on, give me my voucher. Give me my check. I want to go home. If it was my first time on set and I actually knew who Sersha was, I probably would have pissed myself. I would have been like, (sighs) I'm holding her hand. Clammy as hell. And she probably would have been like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are your hands so sweaty? And then she sees that I pissed myself. I probably... (laughs) That probably would have happened to me if this was my first time on set. But it was my third or fourth time being up hella early and I'm just so exhausted. So if you know you're going to be around other celebrities and you do not know how to hang, get yourself exhausted and pop a few (laughs) Adderalls. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't do that, guys. Don't do drugs that are not prescribed to you. Really, that calm, cool, collected factor helped out Just to add the funniness of the whole situation that like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm working on a film shoot with all these celebrities. Anyway, let's hurry up and go home because I got pasta waiting for me. (laughs) Even though my time with Central Casting only lasted a few months, I honestly had the best and probably the most fun while working on set. I always enjoyed all the small in-between moments of just hanging out with all the other actors, learning about what they want to do, learning how they're all coming from, like, the Midwest or from Oregon or from, like, the Central Coast. It was just really cool meeting all these really cool and, like, different folks and seeing where they are in their careers. And, in a way, getting inspired because all of us were at the very bottom. Being a background actor, you know, it's the bottom of unionized and non-union work. And it's when you learn to grow, network with people, enhance your craft, you then start to see yourself climb that totem pole. And I think it was just really cool and humbling in a way that like, even though we're at the bottom, we all have a chance of making a name for ourselves while we're working on set. And I definitely encourage everybody, if you get the opportunity to be a part of background, you'll learn What it's like being on set. You'll definitely learn what it's like to work from like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. almost consistently. Trust me, it's a lot. But you'll also, I don't know if this makes sense, but feel inspired. You'll feel inspired by other actors that are working and that together you guys are all there to make a name for yourselves. And who knows, you may actually meet other actors who are growing, who are reaching for the stars becoming SAG eligible, and inspiring you to do the same and not hold yourself back. It may not always be as glamorous, but it's definitely one of the most funnest times I've ever had while being down in L.A. So let me know, you guys. Would you ever consider working as a background character? Would you ever consider doing that crazy 6-10 to grind? Taking unsolicited information from other actors who clearly don't know what they're talking about. Or even seeing celebrities and not fangirling because you're hella tired and exhausted. (laughs) Let me know, you guys, if you want to be a part of Central Casting or have been. I love to hear some of those other background stories and really cool fun times where you did meet some celebrities. You could send me a tweet, a DM, or a message on all your favorite social medias at HeyWonCruise and let me know your experience. And with that, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope your day is amazing. And I hope to catch you guys all on the next one. Take care.